Welcome to Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ with author and wealth manager Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512 836 0590. Now, here's Chris Herline. Good evening, everybody. Chris Herline here. I am live with you tonight, 6 05 p.m. And the phone lines just opened up. Excited to have you join me tonight at 512-836-0590. You can call or text. Questions of whether it's uh, investing, taxes, estate, social security, 401ks, Roth conversions, and more. Look forward to having those combos tonight, 512-836-0590. Hope everybody's having a good day after there, out there. I'll tell you, man, I've done everything I could today to stay focused Stay away from the news, um, and things are just really picking up following last night's election, and the votes are being counted as we speak. And I think the idea that we're going to have an answer or clarity as to who our next president is going to be is, uh, I don't think it's coming anytime soon. We'll put it that way. And what's really surprising to me in just you know the last couple days, I mean, the stock market has been doing great in the last 48 hours. I mean, I remember this day four years ago, exactly four years ago, and I was joining the KXAN news team here in Austin, and we were talking about the fact that the market was was really was really suffered. I mean, the market was down a, a thousand plus points the day following election. And I think it's easy to, to consider, you know, the skies falling when we see the markets plunge like that. But a lot of that was just emotions. It was clearly emotion driving retail investors to sell or make quick knee jerk decisions. And that's where you get in trouble. And then here we are fast forward four years, the market today Surprisingly, even with uncertainty, ambiguity in the air of who this next candidate is going to be, the market is up today, completely opposite to four years ago in 2016. And there's quite a bit that is driving the market. Tech has really been the driver of the last couple of days. And in fact, that, you know, that this year, you know, let's never forget that the market, even though we've seen this huge rebound, quick rebound this year, um, you know, when you look at the S&P 500, for example, I mean, there's, there's maybe five, six, seven companies within the 500 companies that have really led the charge. And I think it's easy for investors, whether you're pre or post retired to, to forget that the market, you know, it, it goes down faster typically than it goes up. And we're very fortunate as investors that the market rebounded as it has. But just today alone, the market finished its session uh, up over 350 points. Over 350 points at Dow Jones. I mean, the NASDAQ was off the charts today. You know, it jumped uh, almost just shy of 4% just today. So we don't know who our next candidate's going to be. We don't know how much volatility is going to hang out around here, but I can venture to say that it's probably not past us. I think that 
volatility is definitely here to stay. You've got to consider that this election, it could be drawn out for days, hopefully not weeks. And at the same time, this whole, you know, decision 2020, if you will, it probably also means a delay in stimulus, a bill being passed as we're starting to see spikes in cases. And this was expected because of, you know, winter months, cold months and COVID. So I challenge you tonight. How are you positioned right now? Are you positioned to be capturing this upside we're seeing in the market? Are you positioned to not take another 30% haircut like we saw in March? And I challenge those of you out there, too, that are maybe three, five years out from retirement are already retired. It's like, whoa. You know, if you saw a downturn in your portfolio in the last 10 months and you're three to five out or already retired, you're fortunate. You're fortunate that this thing has rebounded so quick. The question is, are you prepared if it were to happen again? Or are you prepared to capture the meaningful growth that the market could bring over the next year? How many of you are in cash right now? How many of you are heavy in cash? Because maybe you swore that the market was going to bust the day after election, just like in 2016. And, well, it did the complete opposite. That's the funny thing about trying to time this market. Is honestly, as hard as it is to swallow seeing dollars lost in your stock portfolio, I venture to say what's harder is when you're not in the game and the market's cooperating. And you're realizing you're missing that upside. And then the really impossible question is, when should you get back in? Right? It's a fool's game. Doesn't mean you need to be in cash. Doesn't need to be overexposed and taken on too much risk. It's all about the balance. But what in your portfolio went up in March and April? Most people, they don't have a real good answer to that. It's typically nothing. And maybe, you know, you got some bonds and some small and mid and large cap international emerging. You feel spread out. You feel diverse, right? But everything I just mentioned happens to be stock market. The most successful investors out there, they don't swim naked. They've got stuff zigging and zagging in the portfolio. They're making money even when the market's down. They're hedging against volatility. They know that there's silver lining within volatility. And so far, younger investors out there, those of you in your 20s, your 30s, 40s, even your early 50s, you know, when March and April hit this year, market's down. 20, 30%. You know, that's typical when people are, I mean, people are losing their minds, right? For you investors out there in those age ranges I just mentioned, this typically presents one of the greatest opportunities of your life. But that's if you can embrace risk. 
and understand that typically when people are selling, that's the time to be going in. But all within reason. And you need to have a buying strategy. You're just going to throw it all in at once? Or are you going to dollar cost in over six months, over six weeks, over six days? There's a number of ways to do it. 512-836-0590 to jo- join me tonight. I've got a lot lined up for us that uh, we're going to get into on the other side of the break, but you can join me right now. 512-836-0590. And I want to just, before I go to break here, this is the first time I'm actually breathing a word about this. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and bring it up here tonight because it's, just, it's hard to believe, but we're about a week and a half from our biggest event of the year. Our firm, REAP Financial, REAP Private Client Group here in Austin, you know, we do a lot of virtual conferences and, and online education for our listeners and our clients. But this is something we've never done before. And I'm incredibly excited about it. We are hosting a one-day exclusive virtual conference with top industry advisors and leaders, many of which aren't even in this town. These are professionals that I have vetted, and I use many of them personally, and actually they work with many of our clients. And during this one-day conference, you're going to hear from today's top professionals. You're going to learn some very powerful ideas on how you can make smart decisions about your money so you can take care of the people you love in your life, the causes you care about, really make a difference in this world. So what we've done is I've assembled a roster of some of the best legal, financial, accounting, insurance minds in this country. And during this one-day conference, you're going to learn how today's most successful investors, business owners, they're making decisions about their money and they're making smart ones. You're going to learn how to mitigate your taxes and get the government out of your wealth. We're going to show you how to protect your wealth in your legacy from litigation, divorce, worst case scenarios. I'm going to show you how to magnify your charitable giving if that's of value. We're going to bring in some top minds when it comes to real estate to give you investors out there an idea of what the climate of real estate's looking like right here in Central Texas and particularly what it's going to look like in the next five to ten years. I'm going to have one of our tax attorneys walk through some of the key strategies that their successful families are using, many of which that, that, that these things have to be implemented before the end of the year. Good news is we still got time. So how do you know if you should attend? How do you know if this is right for you? It's called Thrive 2020. We're going to be showing you unprecedented opportunities during these unprecedented times. How do you know you're ready? Well, likely you've already found success, but maybe you're frustrated because you know you could take that success to another level, but you're looking for the right knowledge. You're looking for the right approach. Maybe you're very highly motivated to take your wealth to a much higher level, and not for greed, 
but so that, again, you can take care of the people you love. Maybe you're tired of working harder but not seeing more remarkable results. Maybe you're a business owner and you're looking to design your business to bless your life instead of run your life. If these things are resonating, I think you're ready. You need to mark your calendar. Next Saturday, November 14th, we'll be hosting a one-day live virtual conference. We're making this easy. We're coming right to your computer screen, your home or office. And through this one-day event, you're going to walk away with a roadmap of the things, the strategies, and opportunities that you can implement many this year to take control of your wealth, to optimize your financial world. And I don't care how high you're aiming, we're going to help you get there. Register tonight. We have room for 500 seats, and this thing is filling up quickly. Go to wealthwebinar.com right now. Wealthwebinar.com. You can register for the event, and we'll get our roadmap and collateral out to you for the event. It's going to be collaborative. It's going to be interactive. We're going to be taking your questions live. Go to wealthwebinar.com. Register tonight. Wealthwebinar.com. Look forward to having you join us for Thrive 2020. Phone lines are open at 512-836-0590. Give me a call. We'll be right back. Live, local, and independent, this is WealthRadio.com with Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now back to Chris. Chris Herline, I'm back with you tonight broadcasting from Georgetown, Texas. We are live with you at 622 p.m. Phone lines are open, whether it's investments, tax estate, IRAs, 401ks, Look forward to having you join me, 512-836-0590. Let's go right to the phone lines here, Brandon. We got Richard from Wells Branch area dialing in. Hey, Richard, welcome to the show. Hey, hey, how's it going, Chris? Doing great, man. How can we help? So this is kind of a broad, basic question. I mean, I just recently started buying and selling stocks. Um, I had remembered I had an IRA with Fidelity, and it had about $2,000 in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just... I guess want some basic advice on, I'm pretty young. I'm 26 years old, by the way. And um, what I've been doing is, you know, just looking at stuff when it's low. You know, I bought some Uber stock the other day and I made 50 bucks in a couple of days. Um, But I basically just try to watch them all day when I'm, you know, free. I don't know if that's a nice thing to do or not. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's no, I want you, you know, I don't want you checking it hourly and and you know trying to time markets and stuff like that but let me let me just step back real quick first of all commend you for dialing in tonight um at 26 i mean we got a lot of time here and a lot of opportunity because of that time and and one thing that that a lot of older investors i'm talking about people you know that are that are 50 60 been in the game a long time um one thing that they typically have not thought of is how am I going to get this money out of these investments someday and not just get crushed in taxes? And Richard, I'm, I'm a firm believer that it's almost just as important where you're saving your money, investing your money, as it is how much you're saving. Because at the end of the day, you buy that Uber stock, 
goes up 50 bucks. Yeah, but how much of that are you going to keep? That's the thing you got to be thinking of first. How much of that are you going to get to keep via taxes after you got to pay tax on it, right? Yeah. So you so said you got this it, IRA that's been – go ahead. Uh, do, do the stock – when you pull money out, does it get taxed federally and state level, or is it just federal? Well, here in here in Texas, we don't have you know state tax, fortunately. But you know, you got property tax. It really feels like a mortgage. You know, if you're living in Central Texas, it's pretty high. But but depending on the type of account you're saving in it. I mean, you said you had this IRA you forgot about floating around out there, and, and maybe that yeah. that got you moving again. But see, if it's an IRA, if you were to sell the stock and try to pull that fifty dollars out or whatever it is that money is going to be taxable as income. And by the way, at your age, you're way too young to be pulling money out of the IRA. You'd get killed with, with penalties and taxes if you pulled out of an IRA. But the point is, is that I want you thinking about how you're saving and where you're saving because you got a number of options out there where you can buy and sell these stocks. You could buy them in a brokerage account, non-qualified, meaning it's not an IRA. You could buy it in an IRA or you could buy it in a Roth IRA. Well, so actually, if you buy it, I- What's that? Sorry. I, I started a cash management um, account on Fidelity today, so I wasn't pulling out good. of my IRA, IRA anymore. Good, good. Well, you know, we got the Roth, we got the IRA, and then we got the, the brokerage account, investment account. So the investment account that you're talking about, generally when you sell something in that, you're going to have to pay tax at a capital gain rate, which is somewhere in the realm of 15 to 20%, depending on your income for the year which is favorable, typically lower than the income tax rates you're paying. If you pulled out of an IRA, let's say, and you're of age, then every dollar is going to be taxed as income at whatever your income tax rate is. And then the Roth IRA that I mentioned, that money would come out 100% tax-free as long as you were of age. So see, you got little tax, you got all taxed, and then you got no tax. And if you're investing for the long term and you are embracing risk and you foresee that you know your stock is probably going to grow if you bought it for a hundred bucks today and it's worth ten thousand dollars down the road which bucket do you hope you had that stock in i'm guessing the roth right amen of course the roth because every (laughs) dollar that belongs to you if you put a hundred in in the ira it grew to ten thousand dollars yeah it's probably only worth about uh, maybe seventy five hundred dollars at the end of the day after you pay tax you see where i'm going with this yeah so so it's, it starts with the mindset of how much am I going to keep after taxes? I want the government out of your wealth, man. And so the bottom line is consider first where you're saving and then go out and find some great companies to invest in and net every dollar that you can, man. Yeah. There, so, I mean, there's so many questions like that I, have to, I don't have that, you know. I could ask yeah. questions all night because there's, there's a lot I don't know. Of course. Well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to hold the line for me. I'm going to ask Brandon to jump on with you. And I want to get, I want to get your address because I'm going to send you a copy of my book, Money Won't Buy Happiness, but Time to Find It. I wrote it for 20s and 30-year-olds, just like you. And it's all about getting in the game, man. It's all about you know saving and investing in a way that you're going to keep as much of it as you can and a lot more. So I'm happy to give that to you at no cost as a Wealth Radio listener, man. I appreciate your listenership. Hold the line for us, okay? All right. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Richard. 512-836-0590. You can join me tonight as well, whether it's IRAs, 401ks, 
taxes a state investing. 512-836-0590. So tonight, just to set the tone, um, I'm going to, on the other side of this news break here shortly, I want to talk to individuals out there, and I know this is a little more niche, but I want to talk to individuals out there that have maybe lost a spouse. And maybe you're wondering, you know, what does that mean for your future, your retirement? But there's something else that a lot of times people haven't thought through. And this is something that I've, I've really just wanted to bring up in the last couple of days because I've, I work with a lot of widowed clients, a lot of widowed investors. And there's a major risk that is almost always overlooked. And I, I think this is important to cover here on Wealth Radio because we talk about all things wealth and investing. And this shows about your life and your money. And we want to put that front and center. And this is something that maybe you're not dealing with as a widowed individual, but maybe you got a friend, a coworker, a neighbor, a family member that needs to be considering these things. 512-836-0590. You can join me tonight. We still have plenty of time. It's 6.30 time for the news. Let's take a quick break. Live, local, and independent, this is WealthRadio.com with Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now back to Chris. Chris Harline back with you tonight, broadcasting live. It is 6.34 p.m. We got a lot of time left in our show tonight. Let's go to the phone lines here at 512-836-0590. That's the number that James dialed. James in Liberty Hill, you got a Social Security question. How can we help, James? Uh, thanks for taking my call, Chris. I appreciate it. Enjoy the show. Thank you. Uh, the question I got, my wife has uh, mentioned to me that she's interested in turning her Social Security on early at 62. Um, it's going to be a very minimal amount of Social Security. I'm about seven years out of turning mine on. Mm-hmm. I'm quite aware of the spousal percentage of the Social Security, which I'm, I'm pretty sure is 50% of mine at 67. Mm-hmm. My question is, can she turn hers on at 62 and then turn it back off and claim the spousal at 67? That's a good question, man. You know, there's... For years on this program, I've talked about Social Security, and, and we used to talk about it a lot more just because there was a lot of lucrative claiming strategies on the table. You had filing suspend, which you've read about, and restricted application, all those things. Well, those are gone now. And, and honestly, there's really only one main claiming strategy for married couples, and it's called voluntary suspension. And um, so let's just paint the scenario. Let's say your wife turns it on at 62. Of course, she's gonna, it's going to be a, a smaller check because she's taking it early. You're, you're aware of that. And yes, sir. What, they, what they state is that when you open your record like that, she's got 12 months to maybe change her mind. Okay, So if she wants to, let's say month 11, she's, she's had you know, 11 checks come in. And uh, you know, for whatever reason, she wants to turn it off. You've got 12 months to make that decision. Okay, but here's the kicker. If you turn it off, then you have to pay it all back. So psychologically, that's tough to do because when you turn it on, you're getting your money out of the government's bank. <laughs> and then the, the idea of writing a check back to them for every check you've received, that's hard. But here's where voluntary suspension comes in. 
if she were to turn it on at 62 and it just keeps coming in, she passes the 12 month window there. And let's say she just continues that until she hits her full retirement age. At that point in time, she can do what's called voluntary suspension, where you call up Social Security and you'd say, hey, I want to stop my benefit check. And because she's full retirement age in this example, now she doesn't have to pay back everything she's received. And so the reason people are using these, married couples use this strategy is because one turns theirs on, maybe bridges the gap for a few years while the other spouse is either coming to their full retirement age and they're going to turn that on when they hit that or maybe they're letting their very own benefit grow in deferral from 66 to 70 by 8% a year. And so either spouse can do this voluntary suspension, but there's two ways you can stop it. It's the 12-month rule if you're not your full retirement age or you can stop it anytime you hit your full retirement age or beyond through the voluntary suspension. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, Marshall. Um, when she defers it at full retirement, can she then claim the spousal percentage of my social security? Yeah. So or if your benefit, if you're, if half, if half of your benefit was was greater, once you open your record, she would be eligible for a spousal benefit. And uh, you know, if it's if it's half of yours is greater than all of hers, which it sounds like it may be, then then that would make sense for her to to do that. But, but James, you actually reminded me of, of one more way that the voluntary suspension can make sense. Let's say that she turns it on at 62, as you mentioned. Well, of course, most of our listeners know if you turn it on early, it's going to be reduced because you took it early. So what some families do is they'll turn it on at 62, get that four years of checks coming in, they hit 66 or 67, whatever your full retirement age is, and then they do the voluntary suspension. Well, that benefit check stops, and now it starts growing in deferral by 8% a year, which totally offsets, in some cases, the penalty you took by taking it early at 62. So let's say she deferred from 66 to 70 and then you know wanted to turn hers back on, and it was greater than half of yours. Well, that's a strategy in itself. So a lot of opportunity out there. People think, you know, claiming Social Security has gotten easier because all the claiming strategies have been taken off. In my opinion, it's more complicated than ever because people are still misinformed and they, it's hard to get a straight answer down at the administration. So all that said, man, if we can ever be a service, uh, let me know. Happy to talk with you or email with you offline, okay? When we get closer to it, I definitely will. I appreciate it. All my best to you and the family, James. Be careful out there. Five one two. Thank you. Thank you. 512-836-0590 to join us. Before I get into what I call the widow's tax, I want to just remind our listeners of something I, I open with tonight. I am hosting a one-day virtual conference in about a week and a half. This is We've never done this before, but it's our biggest event of the year. And what I've done is I've assembled a roster of some of the brightest minds in this country when it comes to legal, real estate, taxes, property casualty insurance, and a heck of a lot more. And I'm going to tell you something right now. This roster is phenomenal. And what's going to take place is we are going to walk you through a roadmap 
of what the most successful investors and families are doing in this country to protect their wealth, to get the government out of their wealth planning via taxes, to build a moat around their wealth, to protect it, build a wall around it, to protect it from litigation, divorce, whatever a worst case scenario could be. I'm also going to bring in Lauren Riddick. He's the national director of reverse lending for Thrive Mortgage, one of the foremost experts when it comes to reverse mortgages, reverse lending. We're going to show you how some of today's most successful and affluent families are leveraging reverse mortgages to get in a 0% tax bracket. This is going to be fun. It's going to be interactive. We're going to be taking questions live throughout the day. Mark your calendars, November 14th. It's a Saturday, 9 to 3. We'll have some breaks in there. We're coming right to your computer. We're making it as easy as possible for you. There's only room for 500 attendees, okay? And these are filling up very quickly, I assure you. I want you to go to Wealth Webinar tonight. When you get to the office in the morning, go to wealthwebinar.com. I want you to read through the topics we're going to be covering. I want you to read through who this is really designed for, because it's not meant for everybody. This is meant for families that are serious about substantial growth walking into 2021. We're going to show you unprecedented opportunities amidst these unprecedented times. We only have room for 500. Register for the event. It's been in about a week and a half, November 14th. Go to wealthwebinar.com to register. Wealthwebinar.com. We'll look forward to having you there. 512-836-0590 if you want to join me tonight. Let's get into something that I've been wanting to bring up in the last couple of days because I've, I've, I've worked with a lot of widowed clients. And maybe you're not a widow, but maybe you have a friend, a family member, maybe your elderly parents, you know, they're getting up there in age. Maybe, you know, you've lost a parent and there's still one that survived their spouse. If it's not you, you likely know somebody that is going to be impacted by what I call the widow's penalty. And you hear me talk a lot on this program about Medicare and, and the, the, the stealth tax, I call it. You know, This is another one of those stealth taxes. If you're a single individual in this country, you file your taxes as single. You know, the tax laws, they don't, they're not real generous to single filers. You know, if you're married filing jointly, that's typically the most optimal way to file because, you know, there's favorable tax treatment. So when you think about the years that you maybe survive your spouse, I call it the solo years, right? You need to understand that your income in a lot of cases may go down when you lose a spouse. Why? Because you're going to lose one social security check in most cases. Maybe there's a pension that was coming in that's going to be lost. So your income goes down. Get this. Your income goes down. But in many cases, your taxes go up. Income goes down and taxes go up. That doesn't make sense, right? Well, it's true. And this can make, you know, retirement planning and, and making your nest egg last a lot more difficult than maybe you were anticipating. You know, because when both spouses are alive, generally you got more income coming in. But in this example of a family filing married jointly, that's where you get a lot of headroom as far as your tax bracket. 
if you're filing married in this country right now under today's tax law, you're in a 12% tax bracket as long as your income is under $80,250. Okay? But for the single filer out there, you only stay in a 12% tax bracket if your income's below 40125 here in 2020. And then we take it up to the 22% tax bracket. If you're married filing jointly, you get to stay in a 22% tax bracket as long as your income's under 171000 But if you're single, if you cross $85,525 this year, you're jumping up brackets. Well beyond the 22. So your income goes down but your taxes can go up. So, what does that mean? If you got Medicare, if that's your primary health care, which the majority of Americans it is, you've heard me on this program talk over the years about the stealth tax when it comes to Medicare. And it's not right, but it's out there. And most people don't even see it coming. And so, if you and your spouse were making $171,000 in a given year, you would likely be at the base level of Medicare premiums. The base. That'd be $177 for A and B. Okay? But see, when your income crosses $174,000 as a married couple, that's when the party gets started. That's when your Medicare premiums start going up. And we work with families that are paying 600, 000, excuse me, 600 bucks a month per person, by the way, per person, for the same coverage their neighbor's getting for 177 bucks. Okay? So this is, this is big stuff. You know, and as a single filer, those income limits that I'm mentioning are much, much lower, around $84,000, $85,000. If you make more than that, then your Medicare premium starts flying. They call it IRMA surcharges. Okay, IRMA, I-R-M-A-A. If you're getting on Medicare or a couple years out, you need to, you need to be aware of this stuff because it'll blindside you. And it could cost you thousands and additional dollars a year. And see, the reason I call it a stealth tax, why do I call it a stealth tax? Because it's not really a tax, but it's more money going back to the government for the same thing. So it kind of is, in my opinion. So another thing that people got to be aware of is that and and listen if you're a widow out there you know what i'm talking about when i say this you may have to spend more money because you got to supplement the services that maybe your spouse used to be able to provide meaning maybe you got to hire somebody now to manage the landscaping Maybe you got to hire somebody to care for an elderly parent. Maybe you got to hire somebody to do your taxes. And your spouse used to do it. You know, it's, it, it's these little things that people don't see coming. And it's so important that you have a contingency plan, or at least you know that you are going to be able to keep that independence in the event of a worst case scenario if you were to survive a spouse not that that's a worst case scenario but if you lost a spouse i should say so 
I would say the last negative effect of this widow's tax or widow's penalty is that social security for most people is taxable. Up to 85% of your benefit can be taxed at your marginal bracket. And most families that have done a good job of saving, well, you, you may have money in an IRA or 401k. That's a good assumption. And if you're past the age of 72, you may be in this position where you're having to take required minimum distributions. Whether you want the money or not, you got to take it out of the IRA or 401k and it's taxable. And if your tax bracket has dramatically changed because now you're filing single and you got a nice amount of wealth in pre-tax IRAs, 401ks that is subject to RMDs, that's all income. So what we see is that individuals out there, they are forced to take a required distribution. In some cases, it can push you up into a higher tax bracket, which may mean you're paying more in Medicare premiums, which means that your Social Security may be taxed at a higher rate. It's kind of a snowball effect, right? But the best news is you got more control of everything I'm talking about than you think. You may even know. But it's about being educated. It's about knowing the opportunities and how to take small, strategic, systematic steps to get the government out of your wealth. And that's one of the core principles we're going to be talking about at our upcoming event here in a week and a half, our biggest event of the year, Thrive 2020, unprecedented opportunities amidst these unprecedented times. And we've put together a roster of nearly 10 of the top professionals when it comes to estate planning, reverse mortgage, property casualty, life coaching, tax, real estate, and a lot more. And in this one-day intensive event, we're going to take your questions live, and you're going to leave with actionable strategies that you can implement many, many this year to not only save in taxes, not only protect your wealth this year, but for the years to come. And we're going to show you how the most successful people in this country are doing it. These professionals on the panel are going to be talking through case studies that their very own clients, their successful families, are implementing. And we got room for 500 attendees. It's a live one-day virtual conference coming to your home or office right on your computer screen. I encourage you to register right now. Go to wealthwebinar.com. Go to wealthwebinar.com. It's Saturday, November 14th, 9 to 3 p.m., taking your questions live and walking you through key opportunities, many of which that will not be here after 2020. Wealthwebinar.com. Register there. Look forward to having you. Let's take a quick break. Like what you hear? Make sure you never miss a show again. Go to wealthradio.com and subscribe to have it delivered right to your inbox. Now, back to Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ with Chris Herline. 
Yeah, Chris Earl, I'm back tonight. Just got a couple minutes left here. Um, fastest hour of my week, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, it, it's interesting. I, I've been on KLBJ here now for, well, about seven and a half, going on eight years. Um, and a lot of our broadcasting was on the weekends with you, Saturday and Sunday. And we really focused on those of you that are three to five years out from retirement or already retired. And, um, you know, in moving to midweek here, it's been a great move for us, getting to talk to a lot of people that maybe never tuned in on the weekends, but a lot of you do. Excited to announce I'll be joining our weekend lineup this Saturday, 1 o'clock. I'll be live in studio, and we're going to keep the emphasis on those of you that are maybe three to five out from retirement or already retired. You know what I want to talk about? There's a lot of you right now. You don't know this. You don't know it. I know it because I see it every day. You're saving too much money. <laughs> we had some callers tonight. They're like trying to talk about getting in the game of saving. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of you out there that are saving too much money for retirement. Yep. It's possible. And I don't like to see it. But I'm going to help you identify who these people are, and maybe you're going to identify that you are one of these people. We're going to be diving into Social Security, Medicare, and a lot more. We want you to retire ready. 1 o'clock this Saturday. And uh, looking like we'll be continuing to do that for some time. So excited to uh, jump into the weekend lineup again. It's going to be a lot of fun. Be sure and tune in and call in with your questions. 512-836-0590. In closing tonight, I just want to also remind our listeners, we are hosting our biggest event of the year, Thrive 2020. We're going to show you unprecedented opportunities amidst these unprecedented times. And it's limited to 500 attendees. You can join. Go to wealthwebinar.com. Wealthwebinar.com. It's only nine days away. It's our biggest event of the year, and you do not want to miss this wealthwebinar.com. Look forward to having you join us. Thanks for making us part of your weekend. I'll catch you Saturday. The following program is sponsored by Reap Financial Group, LLC. Investment advisory services provided by Reap Financial Group, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. Opinions expressed in this broadcast are provided for information purposes only and may change without prior notice. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed in any way as an endorsement, an inducement to invest, or an offer to buy or sell any securities. None of the sales content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor and tax professional should be consulted before making any investment decisions or implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Ability.